a whole lot happening. Of course, ESCOM has been in the news quite a lot, and we'll continue to unpack that. Moody's warning uh, South Africa about the power supply, saying that it will remain constrained, the power system in South Africa anyway, will remain constrained at least until 2020, despite the new two power stations. Of course, we've just heard word as well that those power stations themselves are faulty, um, and there's been mechanisms and other things that aren't working the way they should. Um, Minister of Public Enterprises, Pravin Gordon, has even brought in experts to try and tackle that ESCOM crisis. So what now? Where to from here? And is this really privatization by the back door? And why so? Is is this not just supposed to help the operations keep things as they are uh, in a sense of employment, uh, in the sense of uh, uh, you know making it a little bit more effective and efficient? It seems to be uh, the sentiment not shared, however, by NUMSA. So let's speak to the spokesperson, uh, Pagamile Shubi Majola, is on the line with us now. Uh, Pagamile, thank you so much for your time. Your your essence as a NUMSA is that this is privatization through the back door. Won't you just explain that to us? Yes, indeed. Um, thank you for having me, Arabile. For us as NUMSA, we are convinced that this is privatization through the back door. We, we, we know, for example, um, that this has been the intention of the ANC government for the longest time. Their intention all along has been to privatize our state-owned entities, um, and in particular ESCOM. This is an agenda that they have been trying to impose for decades. They've been stopped at various points by labor, um, but we believe that finally uh, Ramaphosa is implementing the strategy. Um, we say this because when you break ESCOM up into three parts, uh, we can expect a lot of jobs to be lost uh, as part of that process. Um, also, when you look at this IPP project, for example, where already um, you've got private players that have, are entering the space through this renewable energy project, it has had a very detrimental impact on ESCOM's, um, uh, on ESCOM's ability to, to, to make money. I mean, the IPP project costs ESCOM gone billions. They pay more to procure power through IPPs than they do through coal. And it's part of the reason that it's collapsing. It's because of the IPP project for the benefit of business. And even when you read the SONA, um, the, the, the president makes reference to selling off uh, so-called non-core assets of ESCOM to the private, private sector. That is privatization. And this is why we reject this idea that's being, you know, uh, by, by some in the ANC that okay. this is not then, privatization. Okay, then, I must interrupt you then and just ask in, in that sense then where, where some of the information is coming from. Because as far as I know, the IPPs in themselves are not meant to cost ESCOM uh, as, as, as much as you're, you've noted and have put forward. That's one. Two, the whole aim of the IPPs is to actually boost the system in many ways. And it would then seem that the situation of uh, um, load shedding would actually be worse if we didn't have the IPPs, and at the same time, the system as it is right now, as you said, this is a, an agenda that has been pushed, you, you know, as you're saying, for perhaps the last decade. Would things not be better then had it been put in place over the last decade? And would things not, are things not worse off now because we've left it for too late? Uh, it's a fact, Arabile, that the IPP project is costing ESCOM billions. Kulupasiwa confirmed it himself. ESCOM purchases electricity at 2 and 20 cents per kilowatt hour from IPPs when the same amount of electricity can be procured at less than 50 cents. 
and then sells it to the market at 86 cents. That's a business model that would collapse any organization, and it's collapsing ESCOM as we speak. In the financial year 2016 to 2017, it cost ESCOM 9 billion rand. That's a fact. Also, on the issue of um, the uh, the IPPs being able to help us, we've just had stage four load shedding. Where were the IPPs? Where were the IPPs to kick in to assist us with uh, generating electricity? This system is not helpful at all. It costs more than it's worth, and it's collapsing the state-owned entity. And the reason the ANC is uh, entertaining it is because you've got people of the ANC elite, like Patrice Mutepe, who has interest in IPPs. He has a renewable energy company that's benefiting from IPPs, and he's related through marriage to the president as well as the energy minister. So it's not in their interest to end a project even though it is detrimental for the working class majority and the South African community at large, they're not interested in terminating that project because as members of the ANC, they are looting through the IPP project. We maintain that this process is a way to privatize. Privatization has taught us that it is not beneficial for the community at large. Nowhere in the world has privatization resulted in lower costs for the consumer. Already, when you read the SOMA, the president talks about ESCOM being given an affordable tariff increase. So we know that prices, energy prices are about to go up. So this is not good news. It's not good news for the working class okay. because it will result in job losses. And it's not good news for us because we're going to pay more yeah. for energy. I am going to I am sadly running out of time, but I need to then ask you this. If we... If we're talking about the tariff increases, you note on one hand that, yes, we know that, of course, tariff increases are going to then increase in that sense. We've left things the same way for the longest time and nothing has changed either. Would you not agree then that it is time to change the way things are done and this deserves a fair chance before it is written off outright? We have been saying that things must change, but things must change in the interest of the majority not in the interest of the elite. The problems that have been happening at ESCOM, you know, for example, ESCOM's um, financial crisis has been caused by several things. One of the biggest uh, holes in ESCOM's finances is actually not labor. The CFO of ESCOM has said this many, many times, that its biggest costs are the costs of coal. And there's a, a real problem in the manner in which ESCOM management has, has, has allowed itself yeah. to be manipulated. And, 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 and as far as we're concerned, it's, a, it's corruption. Sure. Because when you look at the coal cost, and at that time, ESCOM was actually purchasing less coal. But, yeah. but spending more. So nobody's done anything about that. Nobody's done anything about recovering those monies. No monies have been recovered uh, from the boat project which overran. No companies were penalized for their shoddy work. Yeah. So now you okay. want the working class to suffer through privatization, something that's only going to benefit a handful of people. We know for a fact that right now, South Africans at large cannot afford electricity. Indeed, they but can't. But our government is pa- talking about it. Sadly, I'm going to have to, to, to cut off our, our conversation. You have to head to news headlines. But I really encourage you to, to join us perhaps in studio as well sometime and that we can actually flesh out the conversation a whole lot more and actually really give this uh, a, a greater chance. But I really, really appreciate your time as well this morning and hope to chat to you again. Pagamile Chlubimajola there, the spokesperson for NUMSA. We've come to the end of the show as well. Tash, we'll do this again tomorrow. It is again stage three load shedding south africa so please do take care of yourselves and uh watch those schedules goodbye from me it's 801